0: The Opinion Line on Corks96FM Organizing a funeral is something that we'll all have to do at some point or other in our lives. Many of us have had to do it already on a, on a few occasions. And it's sad and it's difficult. And, and one of the things that is important with regard to the funeral is for those of us who are believers, the religious side of it and organizing the mass and the prayers in the funeral home. The prayers at the graveside. And we also in this country tend to do funerals quite quickly. If someone passes away today, the chances are they will be laid to rest by, by Saturday evening. Someone dies on Saturday, chances are they'll be laid to rest on Monday or Tuesday. What if we couldn't get a priest to say the Mass until maybe a week's time because there mightn't be a priest available and it's important to us and important to the person that's gone before that they would have mass at their funeral you'll have noticed if you go to funerals or if you've been to a funeral of late you don't often now get a priest saying the prayers in the funeral home Um, because that just isn't time they're overworked they're too much on as it were because your removal is today, your funeral mass is tomorrow, priests could be otherwise engaged this afternoon. There's not enough priests to go around. So it could be the case that we may now have to start waiting, like they do in Britain. It can often be seven to ten days before someone is buried in the UK. And part of that is down to the fact that they haven't got a priest or, or a vicar to, to oversee the ceremonies. And the Association of. Catholic priests has been speaking about this. Among them uh, Tim Hazelwood, Father Tim Hazelwood who is the uh, parish priest of Killa in East Cork in the Diocese of Cloyne. And Father Tim there is a shortage and we are going to have to start looking at a different way to organise our funerals.
1: Morning. Good morning. Uh, That's the reality, you know. I suppose we've been Calling it for a few years, it's been a gradual, slow change. And the whole area of funerals, baptisms, the service that was there in the past... It cannot continue. and again, The Bishop of Galway has said it openly. Mm. He has said that, look, funerals, we may have to go the way of England, where the fuel might be a week later. Yeah. There
0: was a time when, once somebody passed away, the priest was ever present around the family and the loved ones until such yes. time as the burial was complete. Mm. That's simply not sustainable at the moment.
1: It's not, and like for priests, this is the greatest loss because it's lovely to be part of that journey with people and to give some kind of spiritual uplift to people. And the reality also is that when you're doing a funeral, saying a funeral mass, that you'd know the person. Yes, Um, I buried my aunt last week now, and uh, I've known her all my life, so it was very meaningful for me, and it's very challenging when you're, you're, you know, and that's the reality for a lot of priests who are doing a few funerals a week, they may never have met the person. It's more difficult. Um, And that absence from the build-up and the removal, the prayers, you know, and and meeting the people, that's a huge loss for a priest. And I know that is challenging.
0: We're getting to a point, I think, Father Tim, where it'll just be the mass that the priest is able to do. And if there are deacons or somebody else, they'll do the funeral home. And does the burial forgive me if I'm wrong here, does the burial ceremony itself, the actual placing of the coffin in the ground, does that have to be overseen by a priest?
1: Well, it doesn't. And I think it will go beyond what you're suggesting even because I think what will happen is that we will have a ceremony without mass Oh. And that's going to be very hard for people.
0: I, I could I could somehow see that being very controversial in, mm-hmm. in Ireland, Father, because in the Catholic faith, at least, Mass mm-hmm. is so important at a time of death.
1: Yes, but well, the, the challenge is that when people say, we want this on such a day, you know, um, most time people are agreeable that you try and work out of last, uh, last week night, two films in the one day. Yeah. And that you can negotiate that, But some people say, look, they want it in such a time, and if there's nobody there to do the Mass, um, I've had a situation there last year where I had a wedding the day when the the family wanted it, and I'd ask a retired priest to come and to fill in. You know, so it's a cultural change that if we want the Mass, we'll have to wait until the priest is available because we're all getting older. We we don't have any younger priests now, and very few. We have 48 parishes in Clawing Diocese, and I think we have two students. A transition is happening, and it's going to be a lay-led church, men and women, non-ordained, because they they will be doing it.
0: So the the funeral home and perhaps the graveside could be handled by a deacon, or if there isn't a deacon, it might be a nun. Or, as happened at a funeral I attended, the prayers in the funeral home were said or led by one of the undertakers.
1: Yes. Well, in Cork there are funeral teams who arrange the funeral, who do the prayers of reception in, in the church. So it started. It's the idea that maybe that no mass would be available or would, people would have to wait. That kind of change might have to happen.
0: Something that occurred, I think, many years ago, Father, with regard to baptism was that mm. you could have four or five children baptized at once, and that dealt with that. I don't think we could ever envisage a funeral mass being shared, could we?
1: Yeah, that would be difficult yeah, that, I would find that difficult myself yeah it's like you know two complete strangers two completely different yeah. families coming together for a shared mass for a funeral I've never heard of it and I think that would be very difficult I think so I yeah, th- I
0: think yeah. So. I've spoken to members of the ACP before with regard to the role of women mm. and if women were allowed to do more within the church might they solve some of these problems
1: I think it's a bigger question than solving one problem. I think that it, it would solve a lot of problems. Really? And the reality is that majority of the work that's done in the church is women who are doing it mm. at, at present. It's the whole part about ordained ministry. In the early church there were women who were deacons. Yeah. That if we started there, the reality is that if if, if women don't take that role in the church, I'd wonder about the future of the church. Mm. But... I, you look at society now, what area of life are half the population excluded from? Only well, mm-hmm. one area, I think. You know, And that's the, a big question for the church in, in, going forward.
0: You're not the first man of the cloth to, to tell me that, that you'd recognize the importance of women and that, that they could perhaps do more. Did, did someone come up with a statistic that one priest or other had to do six funerals in a week? Should, by the end of that, you'd be a, you'd be a wreck.
1: You would be a wreck, but the reality, if that were all, that man probably is running a parish where he probably had the weekend masses, he had baptisms, he had people calling, you know, and he's probably on a board of management of probably two or three schools and preparing sacraments. And and I'm not making us out to be martyrs now at all. Most of us love our job, you know. And the reality also is that he's probably in his late 60s, or early 70s. Yes. And do we just flog fellas to death or do we look at other options? The reality is, I'd say, fellas, some fellas are stepping back from us, knowing that their health isn't able for, for those demands.
0: It must be difficult mentally too, Tim. I mean, six occasions of great yes. sadness that you must oversee, and for want of a better choice of words, keep a straight face throughout. It's one of
1: the most difficult challenges. Like I, I've had to, had to attend a terrible accident and then go to a first communion mass we learn coping mechanisms but it does have an effect and that's why as an association we, we're not a trade union or anything like that but we, it's an area where we like to speak about issues like that and see maybe ways we could do it a bit better um, because I think most fellows love the work and want to continue but when it becomes too much of a burden then mm. that's, that's not right
0: Who knows what the, what the future yeah. will bring
1: Thank you very much for your
0: time Father Tim that is hot. Thank you. My pleasure. Father Tim Hastings, um, parish priest of Killa, um, a member of the Association of Catholic Priests. You see fewer and fewer priests now doing the prayers in funeral homes. And as Father Tim said, you don't need a priest at the graveside or you don't need a priest at the crematorium before they close the doors. Um, And it's getting to a point where you may have to wait a few days or maybe a week to have a priest available to say Mass. So how would you feel about having a deacon or a layperson or a woman doing a ceremony? For example, the women, women used to be deacons in the ancient church, as he said there. Should we be able to apply a diaconate? Should women be able to be deacons so they can take care of funerals and things like that? It's, it's it's a broad discussion, and whether you're religious or not, whether you believe or not, whether you have any faith that ever was or none at all, you are one day going to have to be laid to rest, and the people around you left after you will think of these things. Courts ninety six FM. Only four percent of universities in the U S. are R one research institutions, and Temple University is one of them.